back to another episode of Just Some Podcast. I host Andre. Follow me at Just Some Trader. Some of you guys have even gotten good and found my personal account. Uh, again, my personal account has like 15 pictures on it, maybe 16. I mean, it's nothing, nothing boring. I talk a lot of crap. So if you found my personal high five, I may have approved you. I may have not, but it's not entertaining whatsoever. <laughs> <clears throat> losing my voice so without further ado what i want to talk about today is you know, i was laying in bed late uh saturday night may have been sunday this weekend and i was thinking about greatness and and what that looks like and how it can be achieved so i will tell you about my first encounter with uh greatness my first encounter with greatness was my father. Um, my dad is an amazing guy. And maybe I would say there's two encounters with grace, with, with, with greatness. My, I, I can't discredit what my mom did. Um, my mother worked three jobs to support her four boys. Um, I was my dad's only boy up until like a few years ago, but just seeing how, how, my dad navigated things, even though he went through things and was always on top of his game, always a provider, always there emotionally for me and for for the girls and uh, just shit. He's even there for my wife. The guy is great. And that's what taught me about role models. I never looked up to celebrities other than like Kobe. I didn't even look up to Michael Jordan just because I don't know. It's, 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 he's not a role model for me. Um, maybe if, if I was playing in NBA, yeah, of course he'd be my role model, but my pops man is, is, is number one. But what I watched him do, um, we, he, he used to own a window business in, in Chicago and, you know, I would see him get up there and, and install windows, high rises, just a lot of carpentry work, everything. And I never really understood why my dad was doing what he was doing, even, even as a teen. But he was doing what he was doing to provide for me and my sisters, right? And we'll piggyback to my mother. My mother, a single parent, right? So she worked three jobs at one point. And, and there would be times where she wouldn't eat until we ate, right? Made sure we ate before she would eat food. And this is real stories. If my mom ever wants to tell her story one day on here, <laughs> I doubt it, but I'll, I can have her validate that. And then it, it never really clicked to me why she was doing that. I just thought she was tired, but there wasn't enough food. <laughs> there wasn't enough. And she made sure her boys ate before she ate. And there may be some nights where she probably ate a piece of freaking bread for dinner. I don't know. But this is why my role models are not superstars and not athletes because a lot of them are and you have those that make it from the bottom but man real talk real superheroes are the ones that touch your life every day uh so picking back to my father my dad just totally emotionally available and ended up moving out of chicago to New York and started working in real estate and, and dude, he just inspires the living crap out of me. And he runs a nonprofit called Brock's Unite that 
they're working on cleaning up the environment and in the Bronx and in NYC. And man, I, I couldn't be more proud to be his son. And for me, that's greatness is inspiring the people you, you, you come in contact with in everyday life. So you have to find something to emulate. And I don't habit wise, I don't try to emulate my dad because I don't want to fill his shoes. He's like a size 12 on my nine and a half. There's no way I'm filling those shoes, but I'm doing my thing on my terms and in my way. So that's how I'm going to achieve what I define as my greatness. But you need to find someone to emulate, right? So <clears throat> part of greatness too is, is finding your voice. And again, what I'm going to say is no fault to anybody, but sometimes adults dumb their children down and Again, I'm I, I'm not I'm not downplaying anybody or bad talking anybody, but you know, as an adult and and as a father of three, I often I was finding myself telling my kids to you know be quiet, chill, right? And there there are are situations to where when adults are talking, adults are having conversations that kids don't need to be in. Yeah, you stay out of those conversations, but in any other situation, we're going to have a talk. Here's why. I don't want to dumb down your voice. I want you to keep your voice. I want your voice to be uniquely yours. Your voice doesn't need to be mine or my wife's. Your voice has to be your voice. Your own thoughts, not the world's thoughts, not thoughts from social media, not thoughts from people you look up to, but your thoughts have to be your thoughts because ultimately, and part of it is wrong too, but thoughts can lead into actions, not all thoughts the mind doesn't serve everyone. It does. My mind doesn't serve me. My feelings serve me. And, uh, cause I'm a gut intuition. So that serves me as well. So like the only person in my family, in my immediate family here in my house that has, uh, a mind intuition is my baby. So the kid's probably going to be smart, but he is going to be, he's going to have to be someone that listens to his mind. However, we're going to have to be very careful with how we talk and what we say to him because conditioning is real. And I don't want to go through the process of trying to decondition them. So even with my, my two older ones, we, we don't condition them, right? We try to keep them off of social media. We try to keep them off of things that let's say, mm, can influence their mind because I want them to think for themselves and to be able to do for themselves because my son is uh he's gonna have i can actually tell you i think i can actually tell you i can't actually tell you because it's over there and is it hold on i can actually tell you and i can probably show you hold on give me one sec okay i'm back i can't actually show you because i don't know where i put it that's very awesome i was going to show you um a human design chart and I can actually share my screen at some point and show you as well. But okay, doesn't matter if it if it if I find my other phone, then I can I can show you the screen. But there we go. There's there's dead time on this episode. But um, so what I was saying is, um, my son, my nine year old, has uh, sacral authority. So he he he's gonna move off of his sacral, and he has uh. He's going to have gut intuition as well. So 
he's going to have to listen to his gut, not his mind and certain gut sounds. And for him, that 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 is going to help him define what his greatness is. I forget what my daughter's is, but um, it's hard. Now, especially if you have, if you're someone who doesn't have an energized throat center, you're not, your voice is probably going, not going to be your voice, your voice. I have an, energi in a, in, an energized throat center. So what that means is my voice carries and people want to hear what I have to say. And it may, it may not always be the case, but my voice is part of what I'm tapping into for my greatness because this message, if it hits you, it hits you. And if it doesn't, this is not the message for you. But just tapping in to you, who you are energetically, is such, such a big flex, man. God's designs are, are amazing. Coffee break. It's really bugging me that I don't know where my phone's at. Well, my work phone. So anyway, um, that's step one. So <clears throat> finding your strengths is another one. So for me, my strength obviously is the gift of gab. I used to be really good in sales. I hate it selling because again, I, if I have to convince you to do something, it's a waste of my time and your time. But if if it's a natural fit, then it's not really a sell. So then what I started doing was I challenged myself to find the natural fit between me and the client. And if the fit wasn't a natural fit, then you're not my buyer. Let's move on. And that's a huge part of it because again, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I like to talk. I like to do this. This So part of, part of, part of it. My greatness is finding my voice and putting my voice out there. Fun fact, I used to sing when I was a kid, even up until a teenager, won a lot of talent shows. And I studied the greats, studied no edition. I studied, uh, man, back in the day, it was Tevin Campbell, right? It was uh, Marvin Gaye's. It was Smokey Rob. Smokey is one of my favorites, right? <clears throat> how they hit their notes, how they held their notes, how long they held their notes. Uh how strong the note was. And I challenged myself to do that. So I would practice, 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 practice. I had a vocal coach for a little bit too, but it wasn't anything. I learned the music industry is shady as hell outdoors and I don't want to be a part of that crap. So, um, <clears throat> but the, the singing was a strength of mine. And songwriting, writing was a strength of mine because again, I could take my voice and physically put it on paper right but what i would do is i would sing it or talk it out and let it just let it flow let it write and that's a strength of me even in even in school english was one of my better subjects numbers not so much but um that was part of my strength um so again you got to look at the things you excel at versus what you don't excel at well there is proof there's truth that you, you will find drastic improvement in what you're weak in. But most people aren't honest with themselves enough to find their weaknesses. And that's just a real fact about it. So analyze that. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? If if your weakness is inhibiting you from being successful, you got to be honest about it. And you have to figure out, okay, if you if you can eliminate the weakness or if you can if you can eliminate the weakness or What's a better way to put it? Eliminate the weakness or oh, goodness. 
change course just a little bit, alter the path some to where you are now more aligned with everything that it is that you that that you're trying to accomplish. And you have to learn how to accomplish in your own unique way. Right. Now, emulating those that are great in what it is that you are choosing and want to do. So with as for me with trading, all the great ones are not even here anymore, right? The Livermores, the the Gans, the Oh man, Homa. Uh, I mean, we got modern day legends like uh, Ray Dalio. Uh, I'm not a fan of Soros. Probably shouldn't say that out loud. Um, Ed Sakota, who I've been fortunate enough to have a con just a light conversation with Ed Sakota, man. Dude's amazing. Dude drives a pickup truck that's beat up and wears overalls like dude that's if that's not inspiring and the guy's a billionaire trader dude I, I i don't know that 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 gets me going that tickles the fancy so to speak so you have to find someone to emulate now i'm going to it's going to seem like i'm going to con contradict what i previously said but in sports, I'm really big into sports. I, I would, I'm typically a Laker fan, but I don't really connect with the players on this Laker team. Like Russ Brook is my favorite player in the NBA. Once Kobe retired, and my boy D Rose, because Chi Town stand up, that's my city. It's where I was born, and I was raised between California and uh, Chicago. Like D Rose. So anyway, basketball players are a huge, huge influence for me. So one of the obvious ones <clears throat> that stick out in my mind right now, Stephen Curry. <clears throat> Here's how insane you have to be to attempt to achieve something great. 100 swishes in a row. He has to shoot his jumper and he has to make 100 in a row that swish. And if it touches the rim, if it touches any part of the rim, he starts over. I don't know how long that takes him, but the bar, his bar is here. Your bar may be here, but he's way up here. So that's part of the problem is he set his bar really high. And most people have their bars here. Some people's bars are just paying their bills. But if that's the life you want, that's fine. I don't think we were, we were sent here to work for any human. If we don't build our own methods our own ways our own systems we are going to be slaves to someone else's system and i'm going to tell you this story i remember walking out of college university for those in the uk i was sitting in class and i, I may have told the story before i talk in circles i was sitting in math class and i started class at 6 a.m my early bird and i was like man i have a family one day i'm gonna have a car i'm gonna have a house then it hit me the reality hit me it's like Yo, you have to pay for this house. You have to pay for that car. You have to pay for this education. And it clicked. Debt. Debt is big business. And I didn't want that. That wasn't part of my path. That's part of other people's paths, right? So then I set out on a journey to find myself. I mean, that was like 22, 23. And really took me 10 years to find myself. And in between finding myself, I 
got married, had a career at AT&T, um, had two kids and man, it, 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 it was beautiful, but they, but I was going for a different promotional position to where I could use my voice, right? Because again, I feel my voice is part of my greatness and where I can roam around and talk with people and help them train them on how to sell product and find the right buyer. The guy, the guy's name was Mark. Mark is a beautiful human. He co-signed on me taking his spot because he was moving up and I went on Mark's job. Mark was the AT&T rep for Best Buy, Apple, Fry's Electronics, Radio Shack when they were around and have a bump in the mark everywhere. I would tell him, Mark, I'm going to do your job. And he told me, apply for it. I applied for it. Mark co-signed. But I was, me and my other buddy, we were so good at what we did that our managers didn't want us to leave because the number in our stores, our store numbers would drop if I moved on and if he moved on. So we we were stuck and managers couldn't sell. The only manager that could sell was our, our store manager at the time. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. And dude could sell. Dude was dope. And dude, dude was cold, but his, his assistant team, not the business, they couldn't, they couldn't sell their way through a wet paper bag with scissors on their hands. That's a Wu-Tang line. <laughs> All right. So that's that. And that's just set me off because again, I would, I could, I guess I was, I would have been able to set my hours. I'd had a company car. I I could go around and I wouldn't be stuck doing the same mundane stuff day in and day out. I would be meeting and talking to a whole bunch of people all over Northern California. That's what I wanted to do. And, and it just, it just wasn't in the cards for me to be an employee. It's fine. So I set on a different path and then I ended up meeting uh, someone who was very, very influential, influential in my path. Reese, my buddy, Reese Davis, man, Reese was, I call Reese the the stoic assassin, man. This guy was cold. And he was intense. He had an intensity about him. And Reese, you know why I love Reese? And I'm going to send them a link to this episode. I love Reese because he was one of the few people to call me on my bullshit. Andre, you're talented, but you're not, you're not, you're not letting yourself out. Can I don't I didn't know what Reese saw in me. You're talented, but you're not letting yourself out. And I'm like, what does he mean? Like, I, I am me. I am, I'm quiet. I'm chill. That's not me at all. Reese would see my personality in out in the field, but then my personality in the office was totally dull, totally dull. Reese was one of the first people to tell me I'd make a great teacher. But again, I didn't know what he saw in me. And I remember one day, uh, Reese. <laughs> the one thing you should never do to someone that's successful is complain, right? And my dad would always tell me to stop complaining and I don't complain anymore. Only about like things that ail me physically. So I was like, man, Reese, I hate this store. Reese put me in that store. Reese, you must hate me. You keep putting me in the store. Okay, Reese is putting me in this store. I got to find my greatness. I ended up turning that that that, that particular store around. Um. And it was a store that nobody wanted to go to. And it ended up being my best, my best store. Um, and shout out to my white mom. She shops at that store too. Um, Vina, it's you, it's you. I miss you. Um, <laughs> but it taught me 
that I was making too many excuses, way too many excuses. So then Reese sent me to, and again, I got, I got comfortable. So Reese sent me to another store that was tough for people to crack. And here, here I go. I've had bad experiences in the city. Like I got pulled over by a cop. It, it's a pretty racist town. Uh, if you don't look like you have money. And at the time, I have nothing. I get pulled over. This is a random store. I get pulled over. I get handcuffed for having a butter knife. And I don't know why the oh, the butter knife was in there because the, and it was a 9100 cord because the AC tool, the, the knob broke. So the only way to turn it was with a butter knife. And that's why I had it. I explained that to him. He cuffed me everything. And my coworkers were, were seeing me uh, handcuffed sitting on top of this cop car. Um, at this gas station and they were pissed so long story short the cop pulls out a book and he gets me for driving with the concealed weapon case gets thrown out it is what it is so i already have this preconceived notion about this town and like, i don't want to be here and for the first week i sucked sucked real bad and i would go home reese hates me <laughs> it sounds so stupid reese hates me he doesn't want to see me succeed. He doesn't want me to achieve my greatness, but he wanted me to achieve greatness. And that's why he stuck me there. So again, eventually I would kind of crack the code in that store. And and I did well. It wasn't as good as the uh the uh the let's see. I don't want to give it up because I don't need people trying to stalk me. Um the Citrus Heights store, but it was it it, it I ended up figuring it out. Uh and it's just learning to adapt to your surroundings. But Man, shout out Reese. Uh, one thing too, Reese would uh, come into the store and Reese is competitive and so am I. I don't know if you remember this, Reese, but I beat you that day. I got two signups, you got one. <laughs> oh man, but I, you know, one thing I learned was that Reese had a messed up leg. You wouldn't know. Um, and his walk, it, it clicked when I started thinking back about his walk. He didn't complain. He went into that store moved he moved like a ninja in and out of stuff made it happen uh the dude had a infectious smile on his face man um and he did that to teach me what i need to be doing he was just trying to teach me to come off the shelf he saw something in me that i didn't see in myself reese i love you for that man um you are a big reason to why i'm at where i'm at today and Man, I can't wait to get down back down to San Diego to see you, man. Uh, shout out to you, my friend. I, uh, oh my God, without Reese, I don't think I understand the foundation of work ethic and and coming out of my shell. Reese, dude, I'm gonna get you a roll of toilet paper because you're the shit, man. You walk on toilet paper. I I love you to death, my guy. So. Another thing about greatness for me is just, again, em emulating greatness. You know, I talked about Stephen Curry. And you see the guy has, when he's doing his, his uh, ball handling uh, drills, the line folded. And he's literally controlling, like, the balls on the stream. It's nothing short of amazing. This is going to be controversial, but I don't give a crap. He's one of my favorite players, Kyrie Irving. As soon as the Mavericks were eliminated from the playoffs, this guy is working on his game. And the internet wouldn't know it, but someone else posted the clips online. But he's already back in the gym trying to get better and improve for next season. Right? 
and that's what the game's about to me. It's 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 about constant, never-ending improvement, right? The highest highest elevation of self, and and emulating that. And again, me being a manifesting generator energetically, when and Megan says it said it best: functional burnout. Sometimes I get burned out, but I can still go through the motions. So what I've learned to do was sometimes I need a seven minute break. Sometimes it's a three minute break. Sometimes it's a little five minute nap and then boom, the sacral recharges and I'm back and I'm ready to go. But when the manifest mode kicks in, I embrace it, right? I move a little bit slower and I, <laughs> I get more standoffish. I get more closed off, but I move a little bit slower and I still get, I still get it done. But then when I'm back in generator mode, I'm go, 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 go. That sacral man is, 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 is a beast. And oh God, I, I love it. I love every second of it. Another, um, Kobe Bryant, love Kobe. Kobe was, I don't, I don't believe anyone ever really dies. Kobe is just an amazing example of what it is to achieve, Right can turn turns his competitive competitive competitiveness competitiveness on and off um competitive with what he knows he can do so like when kobe broke his right hand he practiced all summer left-handed and was shooting left-handed fadeaways in the season beautiful for me that's what a laker embodies right again basketball talk this is what a laker embodies it, it is it is what kobe is no excuses right the guy Busted his Achilles tendon, came back, made two free throws. And the reason he shot the free throws was because if he didn't shoot the free throws, he's ineligible to return to the game. He shot those free throws, made them both with a busted Achilles and walked off the court. That's grit. That's what it takes. And no complaints, right? And again, that's something I pick up from my dad. When when a sentence I picked up from my dad. I'm good. I can't complain. I say that a lot. I can't complain because it could always be 10 times, 100 times, maybe 200 times worse. And that's a fact. That's just hardcore fact of of, of what it is. <clears throat> but the other aspect of it is the early, the early rising. And I'm speaking on Kobe here. Early rising, grinding. He, he gets more done by 8, 8 a.m. than most people do all day. And dude, that's amazing. But see, that's the power of a manifesting generator. We can do that. Generators can do it too. But it's stepping into that, stepping into what you know you can do, right? But then when it's time to unplug, unplug, right? Because when he unplugged, he he focused on his daughters. And it's just, just a beautiful thing, man. Kobe, man. That was the only time when a celebrity died, I cry like a baby. Because it was like, this is what it takes to do something. This is what it takes to achieve. I want to achieve, so then I have to do what it takes. Now, as a trader, how did I emulate that? I live in the States. I live in California. No excuses. In London session, I'm there. I met the charts in London. No excuses. I'm doing my thing. Uh, my kids don't need excuses. There's my wife. I'm there. Right, I'm mentoring. If you don't push yourself, I'm not pushing you. You got to push yourself. I'm not you. I can help you get to greatness. But we have to find what your individual greatness is. 
Um, <clears throat> student shout out. Actually, there's several, but one in particular, man, young guy, young guy, Mark. Mark is on my goddamn nerves. Um, but Mark is an example of, and again, another manifesting generator. <laughs> Mark is an example of someone who marched, marches to the beat of his own drum and gets it done. Mark gets it done. No excuses. And I love that about the kid. Saying the kid, because I don't think the kid's 24 years old. He gets it done. Just just no excuses. It's done. He found his greatness. I'm gonna try to get him on this podcast because he he he's unique <laughs> to say the least. So that's what for me, that's what it takes is you gotta define what makes you great. And I never had a talk with Mark about what makes you great. I actually told Mark that I didn't want to mentor him because I felt like he was on the cusp and he would have done it regardless of me with with or without me he would have did it but again he did it and he just showed me he had what it takes and i did what reese did to me like i put him in shit situations to bring the greatness out of him and it's out of him my guy's fully funded doing his thing mark you're the you you're awesome you're awesome um tom brady Another another example of, of greatness. At 45 years old to play NFL football is amazing. And he, and he changed his training up to be able to adapt. He went from training heavyweights to training with resistance bands because it adds flexibility to the muscle, doing things outside the norm, right? He didn't have a lot of joint injuries, right? He figured out how to take a tackle and keep it moving. That is what greatness is. It's figuring it out and adapting to what it is and again i'm i'm big on sports so a lot of my greatness comes from those who have achieved that athletically and again i've studied traders i've studied jesse livermore i have a very different interpretation of what people think he was saying because people think jesse was all about pivot points mm -mm. jesse livermore was about price you got to look at it for for what it is and what he left over but again <clears throat> No two greats look alike, right? No two greats look alike. What am I striving for on this path to greatness? For me, it's obviously first and foremost spiritual, right? I'm trying to get to the best level of self. I'm not going to say enlightenment. Achieving enlightenment doesn't really tickle my fancy, but becoming, but becoming. Um, more aware and radiate more love, right? Is is part of my goal. Um, again, you see the Jade Buddha. Like I study some Buddhism. It, it just it's to me it's great, right? I don't have the dogma of religion, and I do believe in God, but I just don't believe in religion. <clears throat> Too much synchronicity in the world to to discredit the count the fact that there's a creator. Um. Trading wise, um, I don't know how much further I I can go, but I'm thinking and I'm trying to push the envelope. Just coming up with theories. I have like my price based theory, my time based theory. Uh, do we now we have another? We have another theory to work on too, and it's showing promise. Personally, um, always be a better husband. Always be a better father. Be a better son. Uh, be a good uncle, right? 
uh, someone's nephew as well, right? Several people's nephew. Um, but at the same time, help, help, help whoever wants the help elevate. Just really the highest elevation of people around me. I want to be around people that that want to grow. Like like my boy Henry. I I'll give him. I'll I'll talk about my boy Henry. Hasn't had the easiest upbringing, but my guy gets at it every day. Helps train my kids in martial arts and everything. That Henry's my boy. I I love the kid. Again, I call him a kid because I'm older than him. Henry's a grown ass man. <laughs> but you know, we sit down, we have real depth and depth talks about like life and things. Um, but he stands out in my mind like a lot. Like I try to touch base with him when I can. Um, but that's uh he 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 is and he inspires me and he's younger than me, right? And I don't even think I've told him that, you know, to see him do his thing work does his martial arts training, doesn't neglect the people in his lives, right? He calls me more than I can call him. And I fucking appreciate that. You know, like that's my dog. Um, Man, I, I just helping my people elevate is what I want to do. Not on no ego shit, not on anything of that nature. It's, it's, if I can thrive, I know you can thrive and I, I can help, but I can, and again, I'm talking about everyone in my in my life and in my circle, right? If I elevate myself, I can elevate my family. If I can elevate my family and I can help the people in my group, they can elevate their family. It's a it's a it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a what do you call it? Trickle down effect. Um oh man, that's that's just it. You gotta find your greatness. And it's not gonna look like anyone else's greatness. It's going to be different, but that's the beauty about finding your greatness um and you know for me it's understanding my human design understanding where i'm where i operate best at understanding how how i best make decisions um just really really digging in and getting it done um man and really like my wife inspires me, man. This woman is fucking dope. Like she had, she was sick yesterday and she still found time to help my daughter with her project, be there for the baby, do my daughter. My my wife is my wife is amazing. Um, that's great. She's she's great in her roles and and dude, she's she's dope. Um my one of my best friends, Oriana. Man, this woman has a full-time career, has kids, and she's at softball games, taking her daughter to softball practice. She's she's killing it, right? And she's still making time for herself. That's greatness. For me, it's not about these silly Kardashians, right? It's not about what some fashion trend or or social media following is doing. Because all that's making you do is follow. You're consuming stuff that someone else does. Again, if you don't find your greatness, you're a slave to someone else's. That doesn't sit right with me. And if that sits right with you, that's that's fine. There's no right. There's no wrong. But wouldn't it be awesome to know what you can do if you found your highest level of self? For me, that's freaking appealing. 
that's what I push my kids to do. That's what I push myself to do. And it does, it does take some thought, right? But it also takes some listening to your inner, your inner intuition, right? Um, and I've been seeing, I've been, I've been seeing the direction to go and which way the universe is guiding me to get there. Um, but again, it's up to me to listen. It's up to you to listen. Fine. Again, I don't care if you're a salesperson. Emulate great sales reps. Like there's Jeffrey Gittimer, man. That guy's that guy's dope. He's 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 really good. There's another good book uh, for sales reps called Go Givers Sell More. It's amazing. You focus on what you can give the person, and and it just it just works. Um, traders. I mean Jesse Livermore, uh, Gan. Um, you got to find what makes you click. I mean, again, that's a whole other episode, right? That I've already done. Real estate, I would just go right to my dad, right? And that's something I'm going to do soon, right? Is get heavy into real estate. Because again, my dad knows his stuff and we're, that's someone I'm going to lean on, right? And I will emulate what he does, but then I will still try to find my own avenue within the game. Right. Didn't I, I again I got people in my crew, my boy Miles. <clears throat> Miles, text me. I miss you, man. <laughs> I gotta get you on the pod. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um man, there's so many different ways. Like if medicine, right? Like for me, it's more natural medicine, right? Study natural paths, right? There's um I'm not gonna even say her name because I ain't trying to get shadow banned or nothing, but Dr. Jennifer Daniels, she's a beast. Uh Dr. Tent in Minnesota, like. Dude, I, I there's so much stuff. There's so it, it just depends on what you want to do. Like, so my goals are again grow the podcast, uh, grow the mentoring, help people reach their highest level of trader and self. Uh, start incorporating human design into my programs to help people elevate themselves. Right, this is this is what unlock the human. Right, unlock the human from the chains of the mind. I've been rambling, but this is something I'm passionate about is finding greatness. Again, um, if you have that, you're, 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 it's in everybody. That's what bugs me. It's in everybody. You just got to find it and you got to live in it, right? Don't fall for the, you got to grind 18 hours a day because you just have to be efficient. You just have to be efficient. That's, that's that, that's it. Find someone to emulate that has a good attitude, right? Like, and live in that and embrace it and trust yourself, right? No one knows more than you. I mean, yeah, they do, but no one is better than you. We're all expressions of God. We're all expressions of creator. And so don't think anyone's better than you. Don't try to be better than anyone. Your answers are different. All right rambling on um if you guys like this episode please review again if you rock with me on this i i appreciate you i love you um just elevate the self man elevate the self for you your family your kids if again if you're down in the dumps if you're if you're you're struggling with anything man talk to somebody right it could be anything it could be anxiousness depression talk get it out chances are you probably have an energized story you're not talking right? You got to talk. You got to let out. You got to let out. Oh man, I think I want my wife on my podcast too. You guys elevate the self, man. That's what it's about. And look, it's my beautiful wife right here. I love this woman.
love her to death. And again, her story can inspire people. So I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her to come on and talk with me about this stuff, um, what she's been through. And just the elevation of the self, man. She's elevating herself day in and day out. Um, if I mentioned your name on this podcast, I love you. Um, in And again, you've impacted my life in some way, shape, or form. And I just want everyone to find their greatness. All right, guys. I'll check you soon. Thanks for rocking with me. Peace.